The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with Melissa Joan Hart. LL Cool J gave me some great advice. He had all these gold chains and I was like, wow, look at all these diamonds. And he said something to the effect of, don't waste your money on something like this, buy a house. Like he gave me like solid investment advice where I was like, save my money, got it. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Monday, February 22nd. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. The pace of vaccinations in the U.S. is starting to pick up, but many distribution sites are still recovering from an initial botched rollout. Many local health departments and hospitals were in the dark about how many doses they were getting and when they would be delivered. Officials also overestimated how many doses to set aside for nursing homes. Sarah Kraus, reporter at the Wall Street Journal, joins us for vaccine distribution problems. Thanks for joining us, Sarah. Thanks for having me. Vaccines in the U.S. are starting to ramp up, but really overall, it's, it's been a botched rollout. There's just been problems all over the place, everywhere from limited vaccine doses that were available miscommunications with states, misallocated supplies. We're even seeing um, the appointment websites have been a mess for a lot of people trying to get their appointments to get their vaccinations. It's been a tough go, but these were always going to be major problems, the largest vaccination effort really that the country has ever undergone. So, Sarah, you wrote an article talking about kind of all the problems that we saw throughout this. Uh, Help us walk through some of this. So the story looks at the really rocky initial days of this rollout and some of the reasons why early on there were sort of tens of millions of doses that had not yet made their way into arms and why that was. And so there were a number of different reasons. One is this sort of fragmented chain of communication from the federal government down through the states to the sites that are actually giving doses and a lack of transparency at the local site level of what supply they can expect, when they should start scheduling appointments, and when they will have those doses in hand to get those shots in arms. Another was overestimating by the federal government how many elderly people in skilled nursing or long-term care facilities would need or want doses. Now, the goal of that was to ensure that they did not get themselves in a position where they didn't have enough. But in the end, they overestimated how many uh, both residents and staff would take the vaccine. And that meant that many states are now reallocating, in some cases, tens of thousands of doses that were sort of set aside for that population to other priority groups. And all of that takes time. 
let's tackle some of these, you know, separately. The communication thing is an important one. Obviously, we need to properly communicate so we know how many doses are going out when they're getting there. And then on the state side and local uh, municipality side, the reporting back so we know how many have been administered. So that has always been a problem. A lot of states are saying they don't have access to the government database that says when they're going to be getting the doses and how many. We know that's been a problem. We've seen mass vaccination sites like Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles have to close down because they didn't have enough vaccines. And then the reporting back also, you know, sticking with California, there was one uh, clinic, a family center that was reporting the doses, but it wasn't getting uploaded properly. So when it came time to see how many they had administered, it said they only had administered 700 vaccinations when really they had done 10,000 doses. So the reporting back and forth was also an issue. Problem number one was the transparency. You know, there is a federal system called Tiberius that the federal government uses to communicate with states and let them know what their allocations are and and where those doses are along their path there. It's then up to states in many cases to communicate with hospitals and local sites as to what they can expect of the state's allocation. So what we found was many of the local administrators or the people that were ultimately going to be bringing nurses on site to give doses were waiting until they had those shots in hand because they didn't want to find themselves in a position where they were canceling appointments last minute. So they waited till they got the doses, then they opened up appointments, then they had the appointments. But what that means is that there's many days in between where those doses are just sitting around. Equally on the reporting side, you get these data lags between when the federal government says it's shipped doses and when those sites actually report back what they've done. So you've had some technological glitches. And in other cases, you have small local public health departments that are reading people's handwritings at the end of the day and manually entering that into reporting systems. And that is often done within 24 hours. But these are also agencies that are severely stretched financially and staff wise. So there can be delays built in there, too. So it's not always clear exactly what's been given where and when. Yeah, and all those delays just lengthen everything else. You know, following the stuff here locally in Los Angeles, you hear a lot of that. It's like, oh, well, the government's not going to send us more until we report back on how many doses we've administered. You know, it's like a give and take on that front. So everything just kind of gets pushed back even more. One of the other big things behind all of this was federal officials overestimated how many doses should be set aside for people like in nursing homes and the staff there. And we were seeing a lot of those people refuse doses. So there was just an over allocation to that front. And then that just means it couldn't be pushed to other tiers in the rollout. Exactly. And you see states across the country now shifting those doses. So there, I'll be really clear, there were tens of thousands of doses in different states that were never actually shipped out. They were sort of allocated, you know, like on paper, but not physically shipped to those locations. But still, they were set aside for a purpose that they weren't actually needed for. And and so now you're having those shifted back to recipients that do want them and can use them. But all of that process takes time. And, you know, the idea behind that program was, you know, that old people are particularly vulnerable to this virus. Nursing homes have been the of really deadly outbreaks and it's taken a huge toll. So federal officials didn't want to find themselves in a position where there weren't enough doses for both the residents of those facilities and the staff that work there. But what they didn't quite factor in correctly was the hesitancy that they would encounter with staff not being as interested in getting vaccinated as you might expect. And also, you know, a number of elderly people have now moved back in with family or passed away during the pandemic. So the estimates greatly overstated the number of people that were actually in those facilities. You know, the vaccination rollout came at a really weird time. You know, one administration was ending, another one was coming on board. Things were bound to change. 
what is the Biden administration said so far about how they're trying to fix these problems or, or expedite the whole process now? Sure. And, you know, to be clear, we should say that things have gotten a lot better in recent weeks. And this is a process that is an unprecedented undertaking. You know, it takes time to see the problems. And as a former Trump administration official said, you can plan for battle all you want. But in the first 15 seconds, the wheels can come off. They say they they spent a lot of time working with states on their plans for administration. What you see now, you know, the Biden administration has said that they are setting up more vaccination sites, more mass vaccination sites in stadiums and convention centers. They're providing more transparency around what number of doses states will get and when, which can help on the forward planning process. And so you're seeing a couple of incremental steps that are meant to make this process from start to finish smoother. And, you know, one of the interesting things about all this is we have these vaccines that were developed in record time and then they were shipped out. The real challenge has been that last mile. And that's where you see both the federal government and states scrambling to get it right and improve it because people are so frustrated. You know, it's been very hard to make an appointment. You're constantly refreshing browsers. And especially in the early days of this, this is for older people and vulnerable people who might not be as tech savvy and able to check five websites all day. So you, you have this, this frustration and this scramble to get it right. Sarah Krause, reporter at The Wall Street Journal. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.